0: And we're back with an all new show. It's just Damage and today because Blue somehow skipped work. What? I mean, it's her birthday, yeah. man. I understand. <laughs> Look, I, it's my birthday too, but Blue, I'm still. Go- well, no, it's not my birthday. I don't even know what day it is because every day is work around here at Hollywood Unlocked, but I'm so glad that she's able to celebrate her birthday. Welcome to the 40s Club. Uh, Blue- Damage, you're not there yet. It's definitely better than the 40s.
1: I'm excited, man. You know, when I'm getting there, y'all make sure y'all throw a big party for me, okay? I got a few more years, but I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, let's just throw it on your day off.
1: Now, Damage, I know I finally got
0: you on over at Bigo. I don't really see you in these Bigo streets. People keep saying that you showed up and DJed a couple sets. I don't know if that's true or not, but I'm going to tell you, I'm I want to I want to help you to get your Bigo account popping. Can I help you? Okay. Yeah, t- talk to me. What do I got to do? Let me tell you what I did, okay? And it's really simple. What you need to do is you need to go to your nearest Vons or Ralph's and you need to buy the biggest bottle of 1942 and you need to drink as much as you can and then you need to meet somebody on the app and just fly them out and fuck them. And let me tell you what's going to happen, okay? They're going to go and tell everybody that you bought them a $28 shirt on the clearance rack at Macy's and fuck them down and then everybody's going to be following your account to throw beans at you.
1: This sounds like a personal (laughs) story. You can't tell me this is something you did. Jesus,
0: this oh, okay, is not so, so those of you, those listeners, like, what the fuck is Bego? So Bego is an app that me and Damage have downloaded, and I have an agency on there, uh, and the Gag Nation family, my family from my other show, is on there supporting. And on this app, you meet people, and you can talk to them and gift them in real time. Well, one night I happened to get drunk on the app and met somebody, and didn't know that I flew them in and fucked them. Well, I knew I fucked them, of course, but I didn't know I had flew them in. Anyway, I had a one-night stand that now has bled over into the app. And so people keep talking about it. Even this morning, I woke up, this guy's out doing interviews about it and he's making it a big deal, which it's not a a big deal because you can't really, like getting fucked these days is, is not news. But I guess I would ask you, when is it okay to talk about your sexual activity with somebody that doesn't give you permission to talk about it?
1: When you want clout. That's the absolute perfect time to do it. If you want clout, When you sleep with somebody, especially a a man of high uh, status in the industry, if you want to get clout, you just talk about the sexual experience. Every platform is going to want to hear it. They'll pay you to hear about it. So if you want clout, that's exactly what you do. You got to be careful, Jason. But why? Since when has getting dick been news? Like, why do we even care? Because social media needs content 24-7. And you know what? Everybody likes sex. Sex sells. You know that. Sex been selling. (laughs) <laughs> no, I, I get it. But this
0: is the thing. And this is why I always tell people, right? Because I'm writing my second book, right? One of the things I talked to the publisher about today and writing my second book, and, and this is really like a guide for te- teaching people how to navigate through this bullshit industry, right? If you own all your business, if you create and own all your business and put it out there before other people, you nobody can control you. Now, I actually, when this happened to me, I'm going to tell you what I did. I went to breakfast, And I told the story on my Beagle. I'm gonna play a little bit for you now. I'm just telling you right now that if you have kids in the room, please get them out because it's completely inappropriate. Just take a look. After that, I was so amazed by how good it was and how nasty the motherfucker was. I went and got another motherfucking condom and I fucked him again. Wait, no, no, actually no, we went to sleep. We went to sleep, we went to sleep. And then I woke up in the morning before his flight and I fucked him again and then I put him on a flight with his guest t-shirt I don't know what jeans those were and um I think I even paid for his uber like $160 or something so I'm gonna sum it up I'm gonna sum it up since you want to run my business in the fucking streets since there's over a thousand people in here bitch you flew in for a guest t-shirt and a fucking uber xl got all this dick and then went to Beagle to tell everybody that you got fucked. Tell them how you swallowed your babies. Tell them how you was all on my line trying to get flown out to LA because you thought you you thought you thought was going to be my nigga. You didn't think you was going to be my nigga because you knew what it was. I don't fuck nobody without telling them what it is. Now, and you know what? There's a lot of niggas on here that can say I play in their DMs, I play on their phone. Guess what? You bitches got the Beagle phone. You don't even have my real phone. You got the throwaway phone. You got the phone that I could throw you. got the phone I could lose at the airport and not give a fuck about and yeah, it's $1,100, but I don't give a fuck about $1,100. My shoes are $1,100, and I walk all over you, bitch, because you're a basic-ass bird. Your life sums up to nothing. If you died today, nobody wouldn't give a fuck. So stay the fuck off my life talking shit about what the fuck I do. You got some dick, nigga. You didn't get a deal. And after today, nobody's going to fucking care about you. But you're going to run around bigo for the next 30 days trying to get some beans, begging for beans, telling that you got the boss's dick? So what? So what? I'm 43. You think there ain't nothing niggas out here that got this dick? And guess what? It's gonna be some more niggas that get this dick. And tomorrow when I get on the yacht, I might fly a nigga out to get some dick on the yacht. Why? Because maybe they're a little bit more deserving than you, bitch. You got fucked on a W Hotel mattress that a lot of motherfuckers laid on, and you didn't even get a thank you. Where's the fuck up?
1: You are wow, boy. <laughs> At a restaurant.
0: Listen. At a restaurant. <laughs> Damage. I had to get my protein in. You know, I lost all this weight and I'd be walking around for a week and shit. I just had to get some protein in my system. I pulled up, got me some salmon and eggs. And as I was telling the story, I didn't think about all the little white folks running around in the background. But the bottom (laughs) line is my point. Let this serve as a lesson. This is where I'm telling y'all, tell your business first so you stay in control of your own narrative. And follow us on Beagle because we are over there talking with all of our fans and our family, and we're having a great time. Blue is also on there, even though she ain't at work. I'm promoting that. But pull up. We're having a good time over there on Beagle. Hell yeah. Well, and I can tell you that I'm not the only person having problems with people that they slept with because Tristan Thompson, you know, you already know we're going to talk about you. You all know at Hollywood a lot, we broke the story about him sleeping with, allegedly sleeping with Jordan Woods and that whole played out. And that was an exclusive herd all around the world. And Chloe, as you all know, on the Keeping Up with the Kardashians, took him back. People were really mad at Chloe and, and even mad at me because, you know, I took the side of the Kardashian saying that I didn't understand why she's betrayed by a friend. But I didn't see the bigger picture at the time. But now I see you threw this girl, Jordan Woods, under the bus. And now everybody hates you because people are so quick to throw the black girl under the bus and forgive you the Mm -hmm. way you forgave your baby daddy. Now the baby daddy, apparently him and his dick, have somehow found its way over to some new woman named Sydney Chase. and She went on my friend Adam 22's No Jumper podcast and said that she slept with Tristan back in January while he was still with his baby mama, Chloe. This is what she said.
2: Sydney, How was Tristan Thompson's day? Yeah, how was Tristan Thompson's Sydney?
0: Yo. <laughs> how at was Jason it? Lee. Oh. I need
2: to know. I need to know. Hollywood Unlocked, whatever the fuck that <laughs> shit is. is bro. Sydney, yeah, how was Tristan Thompson? At Made in the city. Lee? <laughs> I'm not tagging y'all. I'm tagging Gossip in the City. It. Yeah. it was a peekaboo dick. dick, but baby, it was good. What's the peekaboo? Peekaboo so so dick? Uncut? What? What's uncut? What? Wait, what? So we're elaborate. you Wait, EP? Austin so, McBroom. Hold on, hold on. So Tristan Thompson's uncut. I don't know.
1: Bro, what allegedly, are you
2: doing? Is Come it allegedly? Allegedly, like I heard. Yo. Y'all are fucked up. I had to, Adam. I'm sorry. I'm, ta- I'm tagging gossip in the city and I'm Jason drunk. Lee. Hey, then, what are you doing? I'm ruining fucking Ween. lives. What are you doing? <laughs> Yo, I'm tagging Jason I Lee. did not I, know he was in He told me he was not in a relationship anymore. So I said okay. So we talked. We hung out times. We went out together. Explain everything. <laughs> Look at. And this. then, how well, long we, ago was this? This was. January? I think November. No, was it January? I think I it was get January. Probably January. Right? No, I'm not paying attention to what you're saying. If you're know. saying anything that's gonna get me sued, just for the record, I wasn't paying attention to I was no, looking at my phone. I have so we hung to do with out. This. Everything was cool. We were all like, we were fine, blah blah. blah. He you wanna talk to me? Your future and I literally said, "Are you single? Yes. Okay, we can talk. We talked. We hung out multiple times. It happened. Let me hear that. And then I found out that he was not single and I cut him off. Period.
0: Yeah, so a lot of people were upset and said that Chloe should not have taken him back. And I get it. Like she doesn't want to have a bunch of baby daddies. She has one kid by Tristan. Now, you know, she's taking it back and rumored to be trying to get pregnant again. What do you think?
1: I think this dude gotta watch where he's sticking his dick into. Like, let's be honest. This is a clout chase. Any woman that's going to go on a platform like Adam 22 and bring up this guy's name, she's clearly looking for some type of clout. And we got to stop giving it to him as guys. If I have a certain um, esteem about myself, I got to watch where I'm sticking my dick into. Like, it's just that simple. Nobody should be able to go on these platforms to disrespect me or my family like that. But he gives them, them opportunities because he has to be more choosy. I hope it ain't true, but it seems like it is. And at the end of the day... She's gonna her clout goes up and he looks crazier and it affects the family like it's a lose lose. But is Tristan the clout or is
0: Chloe the clout? Because I feel like the real clout chaser in all of oh. this is Tristan Thompson. I don't believe that Tristan Thompson loves Chloe Kardashian. I don't believe he loves being a a father and a, a good example of being a dad. I think he's a man with a penis uh, who has a sex problem, and it's my opinion that he doesn't know how to be loyal to anybody. Here you publicly embarrassed your woman more than one time. Jordan Woods was not the first woman that uh, he allegedly had messed with. Remember, there were other videos of other girls at hookah lounges and stuff that he had allegedly Mm -hmm. slept with or been messing around with. And this is literally the typical, uh, you know, shitty guy who's cheating on his girl who gets caught repeatedly. She looks like the dumb girl to take him back. And then now is being cheated on again. And so, where is the cloud? I, I kind of feel like if Tristan wanted to be a cheater, which he clearly does, or at least it appears that way, why wouldn't he just leave Chloe and go fuck all the women that he could and just rack
1: up the numbers like any other man would in the streets? Well, Jason, I do think he does have some legitimate like for Chloe, or why else would he be with her? But you might have a different perspective, but it's nothing worse than a second-degree clout chaser. So if you think Tristan is a clout chaser, it ain't nothing worse than that girl going on that platform using Tristan's name and Chloe's name to get herself out there. So I agree with you, Jason, but to me, ain't nothing worse than a second-degree clout chaser. And that's what that girl wait,
0: is. Wait, why would Tristan Thompson be with Khloe Kardashian Um, so we could be talking about him? He's not the best NBA player. We don't see him at the All-Star Games winning any slam dunk contest or any other contest where they jump over each other's backs and throw the ball across mm-hmm. the room. I don't know Tristan Thompson to be a star player. He hasn't even figured out how to take the dark circles from under his eyes. And at this point, we're talking about him because he's with Khloe Kardashian. I mean, I would prefer to see you know, him in some type of sexual affair with Caitlyn Jenner, you know, give us something more <laughs> juicier for TV. But at this point, a runaway dick is should not be at the top of all of our tongues. No pun intended. And this girl, Sydney, by the way, let's be very clear, everybody. I'm calling Sydney today to get that interview because I'm on this quest to understand <laughs> the motivations behind Tristan Thompson. Now, you remember we started a whole movement here at Hollywood Unlocked on Instagram called Track Tristan, it was hashtag Track Tristan. Well, it, that tracked me to his at that party with Drake where he had me kicked out of Drake's party. So this ain't personal, Tristan. I just simply have a job to do and your dick is on the doctor.
1: This is too funny. So do you feel like Tristan makes any money from this kind of talk? I feel like he's just a sloppy dude. I don't feel like he wants to be talked about in the media. But I could be wrong. What man doesn't want to be talked about his
0: his and want his dick to be talked about being a commodity? I, I'm i on Beagle. I fucked somebody on Beagle and the whole world knows I flew somebody in off of 1942 and fucked him. Do you know how popular I am on Beagle right now? I logged in this morning. They were like, Jason, your dick's on the docket. So in some weird way, I have this relationship with Tristan Thompson where I understand the struggle. The only problem is I'm not sticking my dick in OJ's daughter. He is. And because of that, we're here talking about it. And you know what else is disrespectful? What? His kids are going to grow up to see that his daddy's dick was more important than keeping his family together. Because, Chloe, you are, you are a nice, sweet girl. You changed your phone number on me. And I know you did that because Tristan told you to because he didn't want me texting you. But guess what, Tristan... I don't need to text her. I have a show. And I'm going to talk to her, Chloe, right now. Chloe, listen, pull up. Get your boom chicka pop and pull your fucking seat up. Because I'm going to tell you right now, you look dumb. You're getting played. He doesn't respect you. He doesn't care. That man, right around your daughter's birthday, allegedly went and stuck his dick in another fucking woman and y'all think I'm the bad guy because I'm the conductor of the choo-choo train? No, it's that (laughs) who keeps having the choo-choo trains. That's the motherfucking problem. I'm just the conductor. This is crazy.
1: Look, we'll talk about it then. All right, look, I do think Tristan's a little sloppy, my guy. Look, if you're trying to keep your woman... You got to move way smarter than the way you're moving. You a rich man. It's no reason girls should be able to go on these platforms and talk about your penis and even drag in your child's mother into it. So I agree, man. It's sloppy moving. You got to get well, your game be- together, G. Speaking of his, of, uh, speaking of talking
0: about his penis, didn't they say it was uncircumcised? Hey. Now, here's the thing. Damage, let me go ahead. I'm not going to pull the wool over your eyes the way he pulls his skin over his dickhead. But let's get into that for a minute. See, I didn't get a chance to interview Jordan Woods. And this is no shame to all of you cottage cheese holders around the world. Those of you motherfuckers (laughs) that got to do an extra uh, wipe around the ring. I'm not here to talk about y'all. I'm just saying, for Tristan, now, when I interview this girl, I'm going to ask Sydney the width of your dick, the length of your dick, the smell of your uncircumcised situation. This girl is going to have details. Only you, Chloe, and every other woman that he's sleeping with are going to have, okay? And so I'm just saying to you now, call Chris Jenner, get your Hulu cameras rolling, and start <laughs> filming this shit because it's going down. And by the way, this don't... <laughs> Believe me, this is definitely going to give them a good kickoff on their new partnership with Hulu. I I personally think this is probably contrived at this point. I don't know. But what ain't contrived is that Sydney has a new TikTok video because that's where people go to air out Mm -hmm. their grievances. And in there, she's apologizing for revealing such, quote, personal information to the public. Uh, I got that video. Take a look. So
2: I'm sure you've seen our faces and the blackout girls name everywhere due to an interview that we did. No jumper. In this interview, I was asked a question by my friend Hayden, in which I answered honestly. However, I did disclose personal information about Tristan, which I do apologize for because that's not okay and I shouldn't have done that. However, me answering the question about our past relations, that is true. We did have past relations. I then found out that he was in a relationship and I ended things. In the interview, things got misconstrued while we were drinking. We first met November. November eleventh to be exact. And that's when everything started. And then the last time we had contact, besides when he messaged me after finding out about the interview, it was the day after his daughter's birthday party, which he just got back home from Boston.
0: Sydney, I want all the receipts, baby. Please, Lord, protect Sydney's phone. Don't let any water damage get on it. Don't have any more drinking games. Because here are the questions that I have. Chloe. Okay. First let me give you first let me tell you my message to Chloe. You're no longer the fat girl, you're no longer the fat, disturbed, emotionally imbalanced girl who the world thinks father killed a young woman and her boyfriend who was a waiter at a restaurant. Whoa. You are not that girl anymore. You are an entrepreneur, you are a mompreneur. You are famous, you are rich, you are American genes. You are a body revenge even though they said you need to get the body done and you shouldn't have did that. But either way, you are that girl. Why are you allowing this man to disrespect you like this and make you look like a whole plum ass fool? That's my first question for Chloe. My second question is to the whole Kardashian family. Why y'all ain't friends with Larsa Pippen? Because y'all say Larsa lives a toxic lifestyle, but yet you got a whole man out here slinging dick like Chipotle burritos down the block. How the fuck do you even make sense of this? I'm confused at how Larsa's so toxic when she's a mother of four, living in her house with her grown-ass money on her own. Then you got Jordan Woods. You made her pack up her bags and her ziploc utilities and get out of Kylie's backyard. And then you thrusted her into the limelight as a hoe. When really it was all oh, yo, man, I need to, I need some I need reparations for Larsa and for uh the backyard
1: girl well it seemed like they got loyalty within the family and i think once uh chloe had a child with tristan he gets that family love you know she wants to be with the father of her kids i get it but my man you so damn sloppy it's embarrassing you not just with any old girl you with chloe kardashian and you just with some basic hoes too that's going on anyway we want her to come on the show so it is what it is it is what it is well, sydney Sid- is a beautiful queen um she she looks good she's a beautiful, she's not ugly.
0: And, and you know what? I'm no longer blaming women for the indecencies and indiscretions of these know nothing niggas. Okay. Y'all got a problem. Your daddies weren't in your homes. They didn't teach you what to do with your penises. So you just went out and threw them everywhere. And now we have to talk about it here on the show because you're dealing with somebody famous. And I just think that what I am looking at is, you know, we give a lot of Credibility to the Kardashians for being this strong family, this big powerful family in media. But but I kind of look at this as a sad situation now where there may be an imbalance in self-love. I don't think Chloe loves herself mm. enough. I don't think that Chloe has enough self-respect. Chloe, you're raising. Sorry, I, I don't mean to do this. You're raising a young black woman, Chloe. You guys want these pretty mixed babies? Well, guess what? they're black and the one drop rule that applies means that she's going to go out in the world and be treated like a black woman she may be treated like a rich black woman but nonetheless she's going to be treated like a black woman and people aren't going to respect her you know there's a whole movement hashtag protect black women none of you have posted it because you guys have been with a lot of their boyfriends but the thing about it is chloe you're not thinking about the lessons that you're giving to your daughter. My number hasn't changed. So if you get upset and want to text me, that's fine. You're a sweet girl. And you know, I love you. I'm sending this out of love because none of your friends are going to tell you this. Malika, you're a black woman. And I know you be feeling some type of way when we post shit. You're the black friend that should be calling her, like, bitch, cut that nigga off. But you were part of bringing him back into the fold for the storyline. And then uh, Kim, you know, damn well, you're like the, the matriarch to of the family. You going through your own shit right now. You're one of the few, if the only one to be married, in your family of the sisters, you should be the big sister right now to little Chloe, even though she popped you in the head. Oh no, that was Courtney. Shit, y'all all look alike to me. It don't matter. You should be on the phone calling the family, meeting together, saying, Fuck that, we out of here. Because all of you took him back for the storyline. So all of you are complicit in the dick dangling that's going on outside the uh Chloe Kardashian home. Whew. When
1: you I mean, where was the lie? Where was the lie? You know what, Jason? I don't know them. I don't know much about this family. All I know is Tristan, you need to get your shit together. If you want to save your family, if you really want to raise your daughter and you want to do things the right way, it's never too late to do the right thing. That's all I'm gonna say. Tristan, get your shit together, bro. Get it together. Tristan, you need to just leave Chloe, become a baby daddy, pay your money every
0: month, go and get visitation rights, or communicate through the app like April and Amarion did. Stay out of the way. And once you leave Chloe or she leaves you, we're never going to talk about you again. Uh, And Sydney, I don't think you're basic. I think you're a queen whose voice needs to be heard, and I'm inviting you right here to Hollywood Unlocked. So that invitation is open to you and I'll have drinks waiting for you when you show up. Well, listen, (laughs) Damage, another Kardashian in the news is Kim Kardashian because she's disturbed by Caitlyn Jenner's prison reform views. And the Kardashian clan, (laughs) I I don't know why we use the word Kardashian clan, for not following her campaign. So (laughs) Caitlyn is upset. As Caitlyn Jenner follows through with her campaign for California governor and her plan to push uh, and remove Gavin Newsom from office, it appears that the Kardashian family will not be following her on her journey due to political differences and the divorce that, they, uh, that Caitlyn had from their mother, Chris. So following the news, Caitlyn Jenner went on Twitter and shared some controversial views. This time on Prison Reform, something near and dear to the Kim Kardashian and to all Black people in the state of California, by the way. So somebody named Heather Knight posted my latest. A seven-month-old baby is dead and the man charged with his murder was arrested twice this year for felony domestic violence and released. District Attorney Cheza uh, Boudouin Dismissed 113 of 131 felony cases. And then so Caitlin responded by saying, this is horrible and also avoidable. Gavin's district attorneys across California are releasing dangerous criminals back on our streets. Enough is enough. Recall Gavin. Let's be clear. Pete Wilson, who was a Republican uh, uh, governor here in California back in 1994, created the three strikes law, which made it extremely difficult for people of color to get justice uh, and to get a fair chance in the justice system. There were people getting locked up for life for stealing a piece of pizza, just to give you an example. And so I'm not ever going to want to see another Republican as the governor here in California. Remember, we had the Terminator. Uh, he was off mm-hmm. fucking his maid getting her pregnant and shit. Like, we don't need another Republican governor here. I'm not saying Gavin is perfect. But uh, do you think that Caitlin would be
1: great for California damage? No. What is the qualifications? Is because you're famous? I'm sick of famous people trying to step, in, uh, step into politics. Like, what is the... If we look at the history of Caitlin Jenner, she's always supported Trump and where she stood does not align with me. I live in California. I do not want that person to represent me here.
0: Hell no. Well, Caitlin also didn't tell us she was wearing dresses in Chris's garage. And see, the problem I have with somebody that doesn't... I mean, I don't have a problem with a trans person running for office because Mm -hmm. we've actually just elected trans people into the house. And I think that's That's a major celebration for our community. But I have a problem with people who are not afraid to live in their truth and then want to represent the truth and trust of uh, of Americans. You know, I want to know the person that's in office. I don't know Caitlyn. I still don't know Caitlyn's life. What is life with Caitlyn? We knew Bruce, but we don't know Caitlyn. So I if Caitlyn was running one, I don't know Caitlyn enough. To have trust in Caitlyn. Number two, Caitlyn hasn't shown us enough of Caitlyn's life. And number three, Caitlyn is just a rich old white woman living in Malibu with her girlfriend. And so, for that alone, I'm not supporting Caitlyn. Now, I will say, Kim Kardashian is somebody who I would, I'd at least listen to because over the last several years, uh, well, a few years to be exact. I mean, she's done mm-hmm. a lot of good work getting people out of prison and fighting for reform of the justice system that I think has impacted so many black people. And I've also said, if you watch the show and having Governor um, uh, Congresswoman Karen Bass here, that a lot of people don't really care about prison reform if they're not people of color because prisons really impact our people more than theirs. So what do you think about Kim Kardashian have a future having a future in politics? Would you support
1: her? Does she get your vote? You know what? I can't say she automatically gets my vote, but I love that she's at least putting that energy out there and she's showing us what she wants to do. She's showing us where she her where her energy her energy resides you know what i'm saying Caitlin, you're just coming out of nowhere and the few times i have seen her deal with politics she's been on the wrong side you've been over there with trump playing with those guys and now you want to sit there and represent this this state i'm not with that kim kardashian is getting people free that needed to be free she's standing for something so guess what when it t- comes to that time i'm going to be looking at it like you know what maybe i will consider it i have more consideration for kim kardashian but Caitlin hell to the no. You got to put your money, you got to put your energy, you got to put your foot on that pavement. Kim is starting to put that foot on the pavement. She's out there putting in work and making something happen. None of them automatically get my vote, but at least I see where the effort's at.
0: Well, and and I know people are watching this saying, oh, well, Kim Kardashian was photographed with Trump in the uh, Oval Office, and so she supported Trump. You know, Kim told me out of her own mouth that the reason why she did that photo was because he wanted a photo in order to get people out of prison. And so that was part of the exchange. And so she sacrificed her own public image in order to move her personal agenda forward. And I think as a mother of four Black kids, that's amazing, right? Now, I will say that I don't think it's fair to put Kim in the same conversation as diamond and silk. You remember those two coon hoes that were, yeah. you know, running around, shucking and jiving with the greasy faces and the bad updos, you know, behind Trump talking about, yeah, yeah. I don't know where they are. I don't know if they've died of, of cardiac arrest or if they just are somewhere taking a break. Cause they both look like they had asthma, but I, I just don't want to put Kim in the same conversation as those two, because her efforts at working with Trump were very different than theirs. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, and at the end of the day, um, I personally don't trust any of them, whether you're a Republican or Democrat. When I vote, I'm voting for my interests. So if Kim Kardashian at the time is aligning with my interests and it makes sense, I will consider to vote. And that's just what it is. At this point, we see how politics works for us black people. So it doesn't matter who she stood with before, who she stood with afterwards. When it comes time to run, what is the platform she's running on? Is it going to represent my people? Is it going to help my people? If not, I'm not voting for it. If it does, I might use that to an advantage for my people. It is what it is at this time. Like, I don't have any alliance to any of them. You stand with Trump. You don't stand with Trump. What is your platform standing on? What are you doing for black people? Period.
0: And and let's just say, it's safe to say, at least for me, I don't want to see any Kardashian or Jenner running for any office. I want you to to walk on the runways. I want you to run your business. I want you to run your TV show. But we don't want to see you running public office. I'm not a fan of the, like you said, I'm sick of celebrities using their star power, recognizability, and fame. Uh, to, you know, to become uh, the next whatever. All right, well, listen, another person that uh, is a public figure, uh, but who's also now under fire is LeBron James. Now, LeBron James, you know, he's under fire over this social justice tweet. And we talked about this on my other show, Gagging with Jason Lee, and fans had a lot to say. But uh, there was a killing recently of a 15-year-old black girl at the hands of a police officer. Now, I'm going to play the video for you to see this because the video is very graphic and I think needs to be seen in order to put this conversation in context. Take a look. Hey. What's going on? Hey, what's going on? Hey,
1: hey, hey, hey! Get down! Get down! Get down!
0: Get down! No! Hey, yo, you ain't shoot my fucking baby! You shot my baby! Uh, I got you. <laughs> Oh, was the
1: take a left. breath. Line. I'll okay. I witnesses in this car, so you might want to take him over there. Alright. 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 Are you okay? No, she charged the other person right. with a knife. We'll it out. We'll and she it kept out. charging her with a knife. We'll figure it out. We'll Alright. I'm sorry, who
0: are you? over here now in a scenes deleted tweet uh lebron shared a photo of the officer's name is nicholas reardon and he captioned it you're next uh hashtag accountability this is the post that lebron had uh, posted and it got a lot of people talking because you know we just came off of Derek chauvin the white police officer in uh, the state where george floyd was killed he was just found guilty on all three charges and now will be sentenced to prison and hopefully locked away for a long time. But now uh, he, he went under fire and had everybody talking about this post. And He later followed up with this post uh, on Twitter. He said, I'm so damn tired of seeing black people killed by police. I took the tweet down because it's being used to create more hate. This isn't about one officer. It's about the entire system. And they always use our words to create more racism. I am so desperate for more accountability. Now, uh, the, it even caught attention for, for it even caught attention from the, the Cheeto that used to be in charge, Donald Trump. And Donald Trump sounded off, and this is what he said: He said, "Focus on basketball." rather than presiding over the destruction of the NBA. Ouch. Um, now, I will say, having looked at the video, you know, I said this on my other show, and I, and I want to take my time to say this properly. This is a really unfortunate situation where this young girl I wish was still alive. She's 15 years old. Uh, she was killed trying to, what, what appeared to be trying to stab another woman who I guess had come to beat her up. Um, I'm hearing rumors of lots of other people involved uh, that were behind the scenes. Uh, And, you know, it's one of those things where I wish he was still alive, but then on the, and I am tired. I do agree with LeBron. I'm tired of white police, police officers killing black people, especially when unarmed black people. But then on the other hand, what was he supposed to do? Uh, when she was going to uh, stab this girl, and if this girl was my niece or my daughter, would I have wanted the police officer to intervene? It's one of those things where I'm really torn. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, O.J. Simpson had a lot to say, and Trump, we don't give a fuck what y'all talking about because y'all niggas ain't with us anyway, so y'all don't matter. But Damage, when you see the video of your father, what did you think?
1: Yeah, I, I'm with you. I think it's an unfortunate situation. I think she was about to attack that girl, whether she called the cops or not. When the cops got there and they said, stop, put it down, she didn't comply. However, she didn't need to die that day. I think that's the biggest issue. If you need to fire a shot, cool, but why not fire that taser that the other lady so-called had? You know what I'm saying? There's other ways to de-escalate a situation, and I don't feel like it should have been a fatal situation. However, he did have to step in in some way to stop her from attacking the other girl. Did it need to be four fatal shots? I don't think so. I think you could have tased her. There's sandbag, rubber bullets. I'm just trying to understand why these police officers only have the gun. I thought they used to have batons. I thought there was other things like a taser. You fire four shots at a girl, it's like, it didn't have to be, it didn't have to end fatally. Unfortunately, it's just a really bad situation. It's just really bad. Yeah, I mean,
0: you know, police officers are trained to shoot to kill. They Back in the days, they used to shoot warning shots, rubber, you know, all that kind of stuff. They they're They're trained to shoot to kill. The issue that people have, and that I agree with, and that I have, is that they're trained to shoot to kill Black people, but they're not trained to shoot Mm -hmm. to kill non-Black people. You know, we've seen many times over... Uh, that these people, these white boys with these rifles, or that have been involved in mass shootings, are taken to Burger King, or you know, police walk right by them and don't kill them, and so they are treated differently. And so it does br- raise the question of was there something else that could have been done? The police officer Nicholas, they say he was a marksman, trained marksman, which means maybe he could have shot the knife out of her hand, maybe he could have shot her in her leg, or took her out somehow other way, or like you said, maybe you know the taser. I don't know. Such an unfortunate situation. It's a bad situation. Um, you know, but. Do you think that? Le- I don't think that LeBron should have had to take down his post. I mean, at the end of the day, we're all calling for accountability. Now, the bigger issue at hand that people don't know right. is that Trump has a hard on for LeBron James. Now, I can tell you one thing that Kim Kardashian said in front of me that I've never said was that uh, Donald Trump wanted a photo with uh, LeBron James in order to get. 40,000 people out of prison for marijuana charges and LeBron Mm -hmm. didn't want to do it. And so by LeBron choosing not to do it, I think that became the beginning of Trump having this hard on for him where he just will not let it go. You are a former U S president, one of the former leaders of the free world. You destroyed the world, by the way, but you are, you're one of you're in a, a group with Obama. Why are you bothering LeBron James about what the f- all that kind of stuff. They, they're they trained to shoot to kill. The issue that people have and that I agree with and that I have- Because he's a narcissist. business.
1: Of course. He's a narcissist. He wants it to be about him, and he knows LeBron James is like the biggest star here in the United States, and his voice is powerful. And that's why I agree with LeBron taking down a tweet. I don't think LeBron should have to censor himself, but he has to be careful about the things he say because they'll take any part of his words and weaponize it and take the whole- issue away from what the issue is now that lebron say that they're trying to spin a new issue oh lebron's trying to you know create this uh narrative where people should attack police and everything no he's not and you telling lebron to stick to basketball he's a human first before he picked up the basketball he was born as a black man he can say however the fuck he feels as a human being he has the right to say whatever he wants free speech so no i don't think um LeBron, I do agree with LeBron taking down the tweet because, once again, they're weaponizing his words. He has to just be a little bit more careful, but he should keep speaking, keep using his voice to create change because it is powerful and it's helping us.
0: LeBron, I respect the fact that you don't have to use your platform to speak on these issues, but you are. I love the fact that you are the biggest name in basketball and you are using the NBA's platform Mm -hmm. and the platform that you built to keep our issues in the forefront. Uh, I love the fact that you don't use your platform to just talk about jewelry or cars or other things. Not that that's a negative thing, because you all know my, my close friend does that for his marketing, right? But the fact that you do use your platform to uh, advance the voice of people who are voiceless, and that's these deceased Black people who are killed by police officers. And you know what? I think that it sh- the tweet shows that he's human. All of us as Black humans, not as a Black basketball player or even a black just a black human are exhausted with hearing these stories on the day of the Derek Chauvin case uh I think that's the same day that Micaiah was murdered the same day like literally verdict oh my god we're celebrating and then this girl right when in the same state we're finding this one police officer guilty in the same state we're getting ready to bury this Dante boy who's 20 years old a father Mm -hmm. of a newborn baby who was killed at the hands of a white female police officer. And so I share the same exhaustion and I, I don't have a platform as big as uh, LeBron yet, but I love the fact that you LeBron, and I'm speaking directly to you are using your platform to be the voice for people who are voices and, for having all the success and fame and the fearlessness to do it because you're getting think about it LeBron is getting attacked by former presidents, he's getting attacked by mm-hmm. police officers, he's getting attacked by our people. he getting attacked by everybody but he's still having the courage to show up and that's doing a lot more than a lot of other people. So I respect it
1: because who can stop him? To be honest, who can stop him? He knows he's in an unstoppable position. I love that he's leveraging that. He does have to be careful with his words because people will take his words and spin that shit however they wanted to. And that's not fair but i do not think he needs to stop speaking on topics so keep going lebron we support you over here now you know speaking
0: of uh, the conversation that i have with kim kardashian i wasn't gonna bring this up but let me talk about her ex-husband soon to be ex-husband kanye west because i know he's always attacked in the media for things opinions ideas whatever but the thing i do respect is that recently he stepped up for dmx not only uh performing at his uh funeral in New York City, which was a beautiful performance. The Sunday Service Group performed. But he also raised a million dollars uh, with uh, Balenciaga to uh, for his family. And often when I think about these rappers like a DMX who, you know, may have died with no real money in his bank account, and but left a family behind, kids and stuff like that, you always wonder, like, what happens to the family and what happens to those people. And I don't want to be somebody, because I wasn't going to talk about this, but I don't want to be one of those people that only acknowledges when Kanye is in the news for drama. Kanye didn't have to step out and do this for DMX um, and building this T-shirt, which, by the way, I don't know if it's still available, but uh, is it still available? We have a picture of the shirt. This is the shirt. Um, I'm actually going to buy two of the shirts. I'm going to buy one for me, and I'm going to buy one for a lucky fan here at Hollywood Unlocked. Because, I mean, why not support something positive? Do we need more Balenciagas in our uh, closets? Can never have too much Balenciaga. But at the end of the day, this also goes towards a, a positive thing in helping the family of DMX.
1: Yeah, let's be real, man. We love Balenciaga. Like, as much as, you know, whatever the brand is, we love Balenciaga. People like buying it. They spend all their money on it anyway. It's good that Kanye had the leverage. He had the celebrity to create an opportunity for DMX's family. Like, let's think about that. He had the leverage and he had the the creativity to do that. Any other artist can't do that for another artist. So I, I salute Kanye for that, man. I don't agree with everything he does. Majority of the things he does, I don't agree with. But you taking care of somebody's family, that's grown man shit. I respect that. Well,
0: I just got to note that the shirt sold out in 24 hours. So I don't know if I'm going to get two of them. But I'm gonna try to get two of them. If, if you out there watching, can you send me two shirts? I'll pay four hundred dollars for it. No, I'm gonna actually figure out how to buy uh, two sh- two sweaters. Uh, but they sold out, and all the proceeds, all of the proceeds went to DMX's family. I think that's a great thing. That just that just goes to question like, who? I don't know that there's a rapper union, you know, that creates some type of support system when these rappers who we idolize during certain eras then fall off or fall victim to drug abuse or other dr- drug use and different things. Like, where is the support for our icons who have passed away? Where is KC at? And Devante, remember when we saw that picture of Devante pop up from Joe to see had that one little pigtail with the barrette, you know, we wanted to send him a care package, but when are we going to figure out ways of supporting our, our, our beloved icons?
1: I mean, honestly, it, it starts with the icons working together to create it for the next generation. You know, um, People like Kanye West, how he stepped up for DMX, he has the power. People like Jay-Z have the power. There's a lot of artists that have the power to come together to get that ball rolling. It just needs some unity because it's an every man for himself kind of game. Everybody's trying to figure out their own way to make their own money. But at some point, we all have to slow down and think about uh, the betterment of all artists, artists to come, the future artists. We got to look at it like family. How how I'm going to set my son up, my kids up? How are we going to set up the next set of artists that's going to create this music that's going to you know, and impact the generation of kids. You know, so it's it's time for some icons to step up and maybe put that together. Mm. You know, recently at the Oscars this past weekend, a lot of people went
0: home. I mean, Black excellence from top to bottom, right? And we know that Viola Davis, Andre Day were snubbed, and also uh, Chadwick Boseman was snubbed. A lot of people felt that. The Oscars had done a lot to use his image to promote and build up this hype of him winning, even invited his family and stuff and put his face in gift bags. There were tweets everywhere about this. And then he got snubbed and it was given to uh, Anthony Hopkins, a white actor who's a legend in his own right, but that didn't even show up for the award show. And so people were livid and people thought that the family of Chadwick would be um, really put off by this. And Chadwick's brother has uh, come out and said that he, the family is not upset about it And that they didn't feel any type of way. Um, And what do you think about that? Did you feel that he was snubbed?
1: Yeah, I feel like he was snubbed. And I felt like this is what these companies do. They exploit us. You know, they take this man's image and they parade it around and get everybody invested to watch for their advertising dollars. And then they say, fuck you. The thing is, what are we going to do about it? We know this is with the play. We keep investing our time and energy into it. When are we going to start supporting our own award shows? because they keep doing it year after year, Jason. So I can see why Chadwick's family is not really caring about it, because it's like, this ain't nothing new. Chadwick did it for the art. He didn't do it for the awards. Chadwick was a real thespian. He really cared about the craft. And everybody that watched that film, they're giving real flowers to him. He already has an award from the culture. He don't need that Oscar. I just wish us as people, the consumers, the people that watch these platforms, start understanding to stop falling for this okey-doke trick. It happens every year.
0: Yeah, and that's not the only thing that they took advantage of. You know, I was uh, up for conversations about hosting the red carpet at the Oscars this past weekend. And this would have been the year that you should have had somebody of color on the red carpet, given the fact that Oscars were finally so black, right? I went up for the Oscars, and I went up to to cover the red carpet. I had a meeting with E. Now, let me tell you something, and this is how we start to make the changes you talk about. We got to call it out. And I'm not doing this in a negative way. I'm literally doing the Lord's work by telling the truth. Y'all know I've been talking about the disparities in, uh, in journalism and media and how, you know, I'm a self-made entrepreneur creating this whole black brand with my black face. Well, I went over to E and had a meeting with them about working with them. And this is not my first time over there with the network trying to figure out how to work together. And I'm not saying this in a way to, you know, break any bridge, because, in fact, I think this is an invitation to reestablish the bridge. And I ain't talking mm. about Selma, but I am trying to cross it. Uh, They hired this guy named Carl Schmidt. Now, I don't know this guy. He has about 15,000 followers on Instagram. He looks like a cute, bubbly type guy, somebody that you would invite over, you know, for tea and crumpets. And maybe they thought, you know, he's white, demographics, mainly white, but I know that he's trying to bring more people of color over there because right now everybody's investing in black. And so I thought it made sense to go over there and cover the red carpet. didn't happen. Now, Carl is the owner of Plus Life Media. Now, here's his Instagram page at Plus Life Media. It's not that many followers. Everybody has a start up and coming. But to host the red carpet for the Oscars, for me, is such a huge deal. And I think that, like, for any of us, you, me, Damage, hosting the red carpet for the Oscars is a huge deal. And when I talked to a friend of mine who produces TV, I said, when you look at this guy's profile and you look at mine, and you look at the audience that I already have and that I come with, and the fact that all my people was winning, and we gonna have a conversation with them differently than they, than a Carl would. Why would you not hire me? You know, it, people say, "Oh, maybe you're too messy, or oh, maybe you're too assertive, or oh, maybe you're too aggressive." No, numbers are numbers, right? You can shape a personality around the environment they work in. Wendy Williams hosting, uh, you know, the New Year's Eve drop in new york city may be different than her sitting on the purple chair at the wendy williams show and i think that you know oftentimes we're put in boxes if we don't fit uh every other opportunity out there and this is just one clear example of when i asked the person what how does this make sense their answer to me was it doesn't the other thing is, come to find out that the guy who was up to make the opportunity real for me who was over the talent department at e this white guy He left on Friday and now they replaced him with a black woman. And so I say that this is an invitation to reestablish those conversations with E to say, hey, how can we work together? So that way, when, you know, black folks get on their times up and cancellation moments that we're not looking at your network as one that doesn't see black people having a place there.
1: Jason, I wholeheartedly agree. But, you know, I think you're in that place where. You got to recognize that you're your own boss, Jason, and sometimes you can't be employed. You know, the way you move on your own platform, you have... I'm I'm serious. Let's just be real here. You got your own platform. You got multiple shows. You got a radio show that's across the country. Sometimes you got to really understand that the way you move, people are afraid because you're so used to doing your own thing. I'm not going to say you're not producible, Jason, but why when you have everything at your fingertips to say and do whatever the hell you want. I think it would be awesome to see you on E! I would love to watch that. It would make sense, but if it doesn't happen, and hopefully it will, you have a great space over here that's black-owned. I'm I'm a proud member of working for this company, and I love what you do, Jason. So if they don't see it, they'll see it one day. Yeah, I respect that.
0: I'll tell you why. Because in like my goals of becoming nationally syndicated Right. Uh, uh, and being able to, to get that opportunity requires me to expand outside the confines of what I built. Right. So E does touch to a demographic that I do need to reach. And I do believe I've done the work. And I feel like when black people do the work, they should be given those opportunities. I do believe, yes, I'm producible. I'm not necessarily a, a, a yes man, of course. But I mean, I know how to show up and do my job. Ryan Seacrest does it. You know, Terrence J. does it. And I feel like, again, you know, Kevin Frazier, who is the host of Entertainment Tonight, he owns Hip Hollywood. Like, there are other people who've been able to do it. And I just know that, like, for me, it's about timing, timing, meeting opportunity. But I also think that this is why it's even more important now that Black people are at the tables making decisions. And that's why I will say shout out to the Foxhole and the Foxhole family because I do appreciate yes. That the network is ran by a black man, that he's created a lot of opportunities Mm -hmm. for people like me to go from talent on a network run by white people to an executive producer and host on my own show. And look, I'm going to keep knocking down doors. And now that there's another person over there running the talent department at E, I've asked my agency to circle back and get those meetings going. And as for Chadwick, you know, let's be, uh, let's be clear. I know that he's important to all of us. It doesn't mean that he's going to win every award, so I don't think we should def- necessarily cancel an award show because he doesn't win. But I will say, if you're going to use the guy and his image and the passion that we all have for him and what he represents to our community, like you should at least show up and let him win the award. And I don't know. I mean, the family is definitely taking the higher ground. I think they're doing a great job of preserving Chadwick's legacy and making sure that, like, you know, he they maintain a respectable image for him. But behind closed doors, I'd have been like, bitch, run that Oscar.
1: <laughs> and they probably are. <laughs> right. I like how they keep it classy, though.
0: I know, unlike us over here at Hollywood Online. Look, until next week, we out of here. Uh, keep coming back because, you know, like they say in church, it works. All right, look, that was a great show. And make sure you keep coming back because we got
1: all types of amazing interviews and topics that are going to make you go crazy. Uh Uh-huh, that's right. That means like, subscribe, do everything you need to do to make sure you stay up to date with what we got going on.
2: And ladies, stay tuned in because you know I have your back.
1: And listen, make sure that you're commenting below
0: because even though I say I don't read it on the show, that's all I do when it's over. Peace.